I feel really bad. I'm stumped. Does he love the guitar? Otherwise, is it like the best jazz master he's ever played? Well, I will say this. It plays perfectly. Like he he's up and down the neck with it. It sounds great with all his pedals. It does everything he wanted the jazz master to do. To be fair, he hasn't <laughs> he hasn't had another jazz master to compare it to. You know, so how do you feel about it? I love the guitar. I think it's great. How, do you, how does it compare to my jazz master? Mm. Same ball. Should we get do? Let's get them together. Yeah. Why not? I mean, all he can do jazz is just master like shoot see out. What, he, what he thinks about it. Yeah, I know. Maybe um, he'll walk away and just maybe he'll just buy my jazz. Master I know. I was I, like, so you haven't played that. In I've a while, already right? cooled down on it considerably. <laughs> that uh, honeymoon phase is over with. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what I would do if it was me. I think Dude, if it was honeymoon me, honeymoon phase with guitars is so real. Oh, it's so real. Wow. Yeah, it's everything. Oh. Yeah. That's gonna. That might. That might come back. I, you know, I just realized something. What? How are you feeling about the the mount situation? Yeah, it's straight stand today. I'm cool with it. I, I took I it. I can I, see you better. I, t- I took it. I. Yeah. 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 We're like connecting even even harder. Like. Uh, nice. Nice water burn. Oh, you. Know, this is hilarious. Okay, this is story time with uncle hank getting into it early let's get into it man my corner grocer mm-hmm. Anne's bakery is a ukrainian owned and run establishment of, of i live in ukrainian village here in chicago illinois and it there one of the things i like about it is that it is still a i would say maybe 50 percent. i don't know demographics exactly mm-hmm. there's still a strong ukrainian yeah, element an old yeah old element to it Yesterday, I told you already. Yesterday, I was hanging out with an old friend of mine who happens to be my ex, my ex girlfriend. I've lived in this neighborhood for a long time, so I've gone into that grocer with her many times. Sure. And the owner of this grocery store fucking loves her. Oh my like, god! Straight up, nice. loves her. Right. Any, I, honestly, every time we've ever gone in there together, and it's been many times. And if we ever see him, which like, we don't always see him, is he like, oh, lovebirds? Like, no, doing that oh no, shit? he. He straight up just just goes for it with her. Oh, and and nice. like gives her free stuff. Really? So what I was gonna say is that I um I, this the whole, the reason I'm telling you the story is because I burped and I tasted raspberries also. Yes. Because I her and I are friends now, and we hung out yesterday, and her, we walked in there together for the first time in years. Right. And and you could t- and like we saw the owner, you know, yeah. and and you could tell he was just like immediately like oh my god it's been years since i've seen the love of my life what am i gonna do and he had Ah. these like cases of raspberries behind him he's like you want raspberries you take case you You just take a case yeah and then and then she's like oh i don't know and and then she's like asking me do i you know do you want raspberries i'm like what am i gonna do with a case of raspberries raspberries. why do two but still like there were like a bunch of them well that is one of those things they they can go bad pretty quickly after real quick you know Get, so that's why I said, well, anyways, him. he's like, no, I don't know, for him, $5 or whatever. So then, so he wanted to charge you, but for, give her. For me, he was, <laughs> was going to charge for it. And then, her, but long story short, we walked away with a case of raspberries, split them up. Delicious Got a whole bunch in my freezer. Now, nice, man. dude. So and freezing them is the best idea. Yeah, dude. Because then you can put them in shakes and all that good stuff, man. That dude like him in some loves yogurt. her. I mean, free coffee, cookies, anytime we ever are in there, try this, try that. That's whatever. funny, Loves dude. her so wow. much. Just like, and just like look straight past me there's no right. reason for him not to think that her and i are still together is he yeah that's the thing he doesn't even care Mm-mm. yeah he runs he's king shit in that establishment yeah, yeah. he had a versace shirt on oh, oh i'm talking nice. so much shit but it's definitely fake versace which well, is my favorite part yeah that's it bootlegs man 
We'll see how we'll see how much of that makes this. I love dang it. Show I love a good raspberry story. Oh, that was a good raspberry story. <laughs> Here we go. This is a hey. podcast. Hi. Hey. This is Gearbuds Podcast. Let's let's record it. Episode one one eight. Wow. One eighteen. It's crazy. Oh, a lot of a lot of them. Keep them rolling every yeah. week. My name's Henry. That's Dave. What's up? And uh, let's just dive in. Symphony of Corrections. We've got a bunch. We've got a bunch of stuff. Yeah. As always, I mean, this is gonna be a juicy listeners. Episode. A little peek behind the curtain. I've always got an outline, and we don't ever get to every single thing on mm-hmm. the outline. This is so an action-packed one this yeah. week, so we'll, I mean, we might not even get to have strap that. in. We'll just see what we'll, <laughs> we'll just see what happens once you strap <laughs> in. Here we go, Symphony Corrections. Here's your weekly reminder that cables are tone tubes. Thanks for listening. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. We like doing it. We like we like it. We like you. So thank you. Follow us on the stuff at Gearbuds Podcast. Subscribe at the things. Uh, we, I think we've already done some story time with Uncle Hank. I don't know if that's going to make it or not, but let's just dive into that catch-all sub-segment sub of all the stuff. Oh, I, what did I have here? I don't even know. Okay, all right. So I already kind of – the listener who doesn't get to hang out with us before we start recording, you should know that uh, I got to exp- I got to drop a little bomb on Dave and, and surprise you with something yeah, today. That was a nice surprise. Uh, even though it's, I mean, it's not like it's, it's for you. I still feel like you got to share in the surprise. With I got me. to share in the excitement, uh, in, in both of our view right now. Uh, I, I got another guitar showed up, uh, mm-hmm. folks. I got, I just sold, I sold, I sold and I sold the Explorer, which is also, yeah, news. we have to talk about, we that. haven't talked about that. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's all, I, I do believe that it's all connected. Uh, but I've sold a bunch of stuff recently and I'm sitting on this pile of cash because I decided I'm going to do this like sort of console desks situation recording deal. Uh, not, don't get too, don't get too worried folks. I'm not going for 128 channel no? SSL to, oh. to, that's too big for my whole apartment, but the price uh, of a yacht, you know? Yeah. So yeah, that happened. We're just going to get right into it and, uh, sold the Explorer. I mean, great deal. Congrats. Great on all, on all. It was accounts. worth, it was worth holding out for the good deal. You know? Yeah. I think everyone's happy. It's someone who make, may play. It was very straightforward about it. They may sell it themselves. But we okay. both, we both made a good amount of money on it. I think, or I made a good amount of money. And I'll say that that's not the point. But it's they a got great a good guitar. deal. He got a good deal and, uh, it's a great guitar. So he's did he come it. play it's it already, and test it out, or did was it just it was a, a pretty ship, quick swap? It was a ship oh, situation. that's right. That's right. Uh, so and yeah. how'd that go? Because you know, uh, you sent me some photos of the box. It yeah, it's a large box. Was, it, I had to I had to improvise yep. uh, by taking your advice. Thank you very much. I was going to go and try to buy a separate box, but I just used one that I had. Just and made, pro made tip it work. for our listeners out there: you can always make a box out of other boxes. It's you true. just use a lot of tape and make it really really sound and structured. If if you're shipping it in a case like a yes, good yes, yes, case or course, something already, course, yeah. that's why I felt okay about it because mm-hmm. it really at that point yeah i'm just protecting the case with mm-hmm. cardboard yep at that point uh and it, it worked out great uh you know he did it was funny we this, he was like we had talked on the phone and yeah i, I feel like we, we had sort of developed a friendship and uh as one that can in such a situation and i still he still kind of sent me a little a little bit of a snide i wouldn't say it was snide After text response it? yeah he's like yeah i got the guitar thanks for sending it um i didn't notice that you didn't, or I didn't know that the switch tip was cracked, which I honestly also didn't know oh. that. Um, you know, I, I honestly never knew that, and it's also a vintage guitar, so like that. I'm will sorry. Happen. And then he said, and, "Is it or, cracked? Or, like completely broken?" I don't know because I'd never noticed that it was cracked. Yeah. It, I mean, it was definitely there. And and then he's like, and I also didn't notice that one of the knobs was missing, and like in the photos, the one of the knobs was missing, and oh, that's, that's just like his, how the that's guitar on him, was. Man. 
Like, so I was no just sense. like, oh, but like, thanks anyways. I was just like, uh, oh, if you're happy, well, why would you have to like, like, I didn't, I, I didn't hide the fact that that was missing hey, a knob. That's just like what, that's what it was. I could, I could see the crack switch thing. Cause you'd have to get really up close with a camera to like even notice. Dude, I, had, like I didn't notice. Yeah. So, and that could have happened in shipping. And too. I've played the Never shit done. out of that guitar. Yeah. Like, a, you know, it's, I just, but the missing noticed. knob. That's on. That's on. It's in the fo- photo. Yeah, it's in the photo. But anyway, so I I've been sitting on a bunch of cash. Like, <laughs> well, I'm also noticing like just having the fewest guitars I've had in a long time, yeah. and then wow, when a deal happens, Dave, a deal happens. You you got to jump on the deals, yeah. and we won't get into the specifics to to protect all involved. But I got I got a pretty smoking deal on an import Les Paul. Not a real Les Paul, folks. What I what is the LS? Okay, so it's the LS five hundred made by Aria. Mm-hmm. The Aria Pro Two is, is an as far as I can tell, nineteen seventy seven, late seventies. Uh, because it's hard to hard to date such things, but it's in this beautiful brown violin bursty. Kind I've of never thing. seen a finish like it before. It's with, really it's a, like a deep orange with brown. It's really really cool. Yeah, and it's it's got cream. The binding is my favorite part. All the the yellowing. Oh my god! Uh, And yeah, and and all that's the thing I like about it. In all ways, other than the the fact that it says Aria Pro Two, sort of clunkily on the headstock, (laughs) which I think as a youngster would have definitely bothered me more. But now I, it's almost cooler. I kind of dig it Mm -hmm. because I've got the real deals, and 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 this one is it's for it's still an old instrument, you know. Right. It's, It's got the things I like about old guitars, and it's so clean, which is. Usually a deterrent, but man, not for, not in this one. Yeah, it's someone like you said, nice. you were saying to me, somebody played it, but they took care of it. You know, they wiped exactly. it down. You can tell. And I found the original listing when the person who I had bought it from bought it from Japan. Mm-hmm. So it was a you know Japanese owned and played guitar from an yeah. era when Japanese guitars were better than what they could get in the. Yeah, and people are know. now realizing that um, all these years later, and they are expensive as hell. And so. thanks, Henry Brown, for listening. If you're listening, yeah. I know you are for you and your business for running that market up for all of us, you muffer. I just noticed I something. You. Yeah, I know. Bonfire's like vintage on reverb. <laughs> Shout out. Uh, I just noticed something that I really like, too, is what see where like? the binding is almost like a little bit white around like the ninth fret, mm. and then it fades back to the yellow again. Like That's just so much authenticity to like the aging of that instrument yeah that's it's not like it's not like it was just cream colored yeah exactly that's that's real shit man i i like around the headstock you can tell that maybe it was even on a hanger at some point because there's like you can see the like the veneer the holly veneer Mm -hmm. is uh, a little dark all right okay let's get right into it then we're jumping way into stuff here and that's great yeah i i I just sold two guitars Mm -hmm. both gibsons both that sort of fell in the same realm as this with humbuckers Sonically, and, sure. and, and and stuff. But here, here's a, mentally how I am currently rationalizing hanging on to this. Other than the fact that it was a wonderful value for the quality of instrument that it is. What was the other Gibson? What am I? What the am Les I? Paul Special and the Explorer. Oh, that's right. The so that's all yeah, been within the past okay. like two weeks. Yep, yep. Um, well... And I'm going to tell you why. Well, okay, listen, so my my Les Paul that I have, which is, it's still my best guitar. We've yeah. talked about this a lot. Uh, but it's it's not what you would classify as a, in my opinion, traditional or I guess mm-hmm. literally standard yep. Les Paul. Sure. What's a standard Les Paul? Mahogany body and neck, maple top on the body, rosewood fretboard. Like mm-hmm. that's, I don't know, like that to me, that's just like a, classic les paul 
my last Paul, the, the, I still do that because I now I, I've I the custom that we're talking about the original yeah the the, the, the OG the, the OG. my fave we all know the number one, one yeah is ebony fretboard maple neck mahogany body right so it it's like a totally different wood combination yep. even though yeah it's got humbuckers. So I feel like having this, which is, and it's not even, which at the time, if you had bought a Les Paul from Gibson, it would have had a pancake body, mm-hmm. which is, you know, like a couple pieces of mahogany sandwich with maybe a little piece of maple in between. You never know. They're different for different things, but there, it's not one hunk, solid hunk. That is a solid one piece body. Mm-hmm. It is a three piece mahogany neck, but it's still mahogany. It's not, right. uh, it's not maple. And, um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like what cl- the standard and it's got a rosewood is. fretboard. Right. So that is that is it. It does feel different to me yeah. to play that guitar. Yeah, You'd, and you mentioned something that I picked up on instantly with that guitar. The sustain. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I played it for five minutes, and the notes were just. It was literally the scene. You you started. You got it. You yeah. went into your Nigel voice, which was which made me crack up, dude. Because that's and and I had the same experience with it. No, those. it's you can just hold your finger on one string or one note, and it's just bing, just. It's going. amazing. Just this like random guitar poked into my life a couple of days ago, and I'm just like so stoked on it, and I, already really dig it. I'm excited for you, man. I mean, I think, and you know, it's like. With the way value is now, and you know, uh, now we're all coming back and people are playing shows again. I mean, I think it'd be a perfect guitar for a show. If you oh, want. it is. It's a gigger all you day. Know? Like, because you got the three thirty five, which you said you're probably going to be your main gigging. Guitar. I think. I think it would be. But then yeah. you'd want to bring another. So that to me, that's instead of bringing. I don't know. That's a really good point. Uh, why bring out like you know eight thousand dollars worth of guitars to like a gig <laughs> when you can just bring out like well, five? I mean, because I I battle with that too. With like my P bass is my main bass, but I'm not going to bring my jazz as a backup. Yeah, you've got it. Yeah, because I'm just that's too much money to be to put like on the side. Dude, of you a can stage. borrow the Memphis anytime you want. I mean, seriously, yeah. I'm not even kidding. Anytime. Well, you know me, I'm 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 already gassing for another bass right now. Yeah, I sent you, you a few this week, and I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, had some <laughs> had some unfortunate bills come up with my car. Yay, car bills! And uh, I literally had the money ready to like buy something. Yeah, and then dude. Car payment thing came up, repairs. So that was fun. But right, um, I'll tell you what: as soon as as soon as the honeymoon period that we already talked about at the top of this episode, yeah. As soon as that wears off, you can borrow that Lester and take yeah. her home with you and spend some time. Yeah, she's she's fun. awesome, man. I mean, I've been looking at Les Pauls. I mean, as you know, mm-hmm. for like now, like the last year, because yeah. I'm just and I don't know if it's going to be an SG or Les Paul. I don't know. But I'm following him on that, reverb. You can take, take that one home, have yeah. some time, see how it feels. And then I have to remind myself, like, I'm not really a guitar player either. So, like, why do I want these things? I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll inspire you to want to do a yeah. little more guitar boxing. I, I, I will say, man, like, when I played it just for five you minutes You sounded here, good playing that. It, it really does inspire you, just like the tones and everything that yeah. comes out. You just you want to write differently when you hear a different approach, you know? Because I, I, I just play the Strat. I still say every time I look at you w- with any guitar, like, that guitar sounds wonderful on you, but... You just, I to me, SG. Just yeah, like, and I that's just like what looks. That's that's where my brain goes to, and I also just like because they're not maybe they're not quite as popular, and I just I love some of the styles that has the SG there. fallen out of favor. I feel like yeah, it know. is kind of an underdog in some ways, isn't it? I I think so. I mean, because I know people who love Les Pauls who like hate SGs. Like they think really? they're ugly. Yeah, like my buddy Paul is like I think they're the ugliest. Oh ever. wow! Yeah, he's like I hate them. Now no he's way. had a, he's owned a few. Yeah, of course. Because he's gotten good deals on them and he's flipped them and played them for you know a small amount of time, but. Wow. I think I think there might be. I'm I, shocked. There might be a dynamic within within Gibson. I don't know. Is there a sub Gibson culture where they're like Les Pauls only? Don't don't come at me with your SG. But he like he like brought over an ugly little silver tone, and you're gonna yeah. tell me? Oh man. Oh, he's he's had a lot of no SGs. Guitars. Wow. 
Okay. I don't know. I mean, he just, you know, he doesn't. Wow. I doesn't wonder if there's, any, if there's anything that any Gibson that would kick out of bed. Like, I don't, I guess I don't. A melody the, maker? The, uh, it's, I, I mean, I, it's not like I haven't kicked the tires on a few lately myself. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, especially a single cut melody maker all all day. Maybe if it's like that. a one or the other type of situation, though. You know what I mean? Mm, like if you oh, had to pick between dude, a Les Paul dude, and a date, Shield. dump. Yeah. Fuck, Mary, kill. Exactly. Hmm. Hmm. All right. I'd fuck the melody maker. Wait, what's wait? <laughs> what are the options here? No, I'm just making shit. I don't know, man. Because that's a, they're like like I could come up with probably eight body shapes that's pretty funny dude yeah well that's the other thing because you've got all those different you know you've got the long fuck very kill 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 yeah then there's a list (laughs) yeah i mean yeah that is uh it is tricky when it comes down to that stuff because i like modified shit like i saw um a melody maker that was modified i think i can't remember if i sent it to you or not or i might have forgotten but it had it had like the firebird pickup in it like an old firebird pickup like there were cool things about it that made it cooler because it was modified Mm. like to me that's cooler than just like the stock you know, out of the box. That is cooler. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we do, we've barely even, we've barely even touched tips into the symphony right now, but let's just keep it. Yeah. Uh, we're just, cares. we're just going, let's talk about this guitar a little, just mm-hmm. a little bit more. Uh, okay. So I've done a bunch of research and there's not a ton of definitive information. I, and I didn't write any of it in here anyways, because I was trying to hide the fact that there was this guitar. So I couldn't put it in the outline. Cause yeah. you could look at it. Thing, I think I'm going to keep it and change the pickups. I think ultimately is what yeah. I want to do with that guitar. Uh, it they also, sound great. Yeah, they're they're cool. I I want to I want to do something weird. I dude should I've I think I've talked about it before on here. Might threaten to do it again. Okay. Hear me out. A little thunder pickup in the neck. Ooh. Get that you have, octave. You have talked about that. S- like sub bass octave why thing not out. why not right i mean better to do it to that than your other you know your main list i don't think it re- will require any like you don't have to hack it up right hackery right i mean it's so clean though now it's, it's like it'd be so a shame to have clean. to even if you had to carve out a small amount of space i do anything. like that it looks it looks almost like almost like a new guitar yeah from a distance other than like the aging it's like oh is that like a relic or like a, a you know a, a reissue but for all intents and purposes it's a stock guitar yeah and it is and then it but it, the th- point i was just gonna make is that it's still but like when you look at the hardware it still has like pitting and stuff yeah and there are, there are dings here and there when you get so it's like anything that I do to do to it will be like whatever it's yeah like, well that's the one reason because we were talking about the tuners and it just has the chrome tuners around or like mm-hmm. the 70s pop metal tuners yeah, right. basically I think you could replace those with just something even if those work good if you just wanted to upgrade the look a little bit because it is pitting it's kind of mm-hmm. kind of a bummer which it, you know it happens if to all of thing. them I just I've I've I don't know if I'm going to go so far as to plant my flag and and die on this hill, but I don't think I like chrome hardware. I think I yeah. like nickel hardware. Yeah, I do too. I want to say that I would agree. Yeah, especially on an old guitar. I mean, because that's what they used. You know, like chrome. Nobody's really using chrome. To chrome was like a revolution. I, yeah, was it the 70s? I don't know. It happened at a certain 80s. point. They I know like, Fender. It was like they're the like, oh 70s. yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna stop doing nickel stuff and we're right. gonna start doing this fancy new and then, shiny. And thing. now when you see aged nickel, it looks so awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I I think nickel, even if it was the same style on those, but if it was just like duller looking tuners, is that cool. is is I mean, but is that know, worth is that worth spending is, that, money is it worth doing that on a guitar like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What, am I gonna keep it? I, Do you think? Most likely within you know a year, you'll probably sell it. I would oh, imagine. okay, yeah, that's yeah. A, oh, that's a year, it's a loner, 
The more I look at it, if you are going to replace the pickups, and I mentioned this to you, because yeah. there's so much cream and like off. I don't. I wouldn't do the cream. As really, it'd be yeah. too much. I think it'd be too much. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I think it would have that like '70s like kind of Frampton esque. I really, lo- I, I mean, I think I prefer. I, I do like the mismatch, but in general, if I had to do one or the other exclusively, I think I'd prefer the the covered uh, humbucker look. Yeah, yeah, I like covered humbuckers with a nice aged nickel. That's it. As we're getting back to it. Back to it. Dude, I had something that, that I wanted to say about this. I'm just going to cheat and look at the... Oh, my God. I realized something. This is it. That guitar right there is a rebound guitar. What does that mean? You oh. know how it's like if you were in a relationship <laughs> yeah. and then you like get out of the relationship yep. and then you just like... You're like, oh, look at that hot piece. Like You yeah. weren't planning on it, but it just like happened. Got it kind of cheap. Got a good deal. Got a good deal. Might know? have a honeymoon phase. Might Might be love for a long time. You, you don't never know. know. You don't know. Got a got a number right away, yeah. And you and you jumped on it, and I and I feel and I and I could point to a number of times I've done this in the past, but I realize that this is what I would yeah. consider a rebound. Guitar. It filled a hole. It filled a small hole. Oh wow! Really, just getting getting right for it. With, with, <laughs> getting all therapy that. on it. Not e- no, getting getting all innuendo with it. Oh yeah, you went Hi. there. You dirty little. You man. went there. Oh man, I was just I was talking about the hole in your heart, buddy. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah man i think i think it's fucking do i awesome. need to wear protection for that one yeah i think yeah. i would and with that old thing yeah you might want to <laughs> so mine are yours <laughs> <laughs> so the thing i the thing i noticed the most about it though I, I think we'll use it for the hopefully we'll use it for the image for the episode yeah right? tell that, me. that burst just that color i've never seen that but it's that's the thing it's like it doesn't even look like a burst to me it no. looks like it looks just like an aged it's called violin is what yeah. they call it in the in the Which, catalog that's a perfect way it to describe it just looks it. like an old violin it's not too brown it's got yeah, a little bit of like an i like that it's brown i've never had that quite that finish on an instrument but this before. is why like i'll send you a les paul sometimes and i'll just be like look at this thing and it's it's not because it's necessarily beautiful like a durst burst yeah i'll just be like it just looks different it's look it's so different than what i'm used to seeing. oh my god did you watch woodstock 99 yeah i mean i've seen it no the documentary that came out on friday no what well we'll cover dude. it next week okay yeah all right i just watched it i have so many docs dude it's insane right it now. was fucking wild but durst maybe think of it durst burst yeah. sorry no i but recently i did rewatch, and i'm sure we've talked about it on the podcast just that performance of like limp biscuit coming out on stage being like the pinnacle of like the most famous band in the world mm-hmm. ro- the hardest heaviest band that anybody ever heard aside from like you know obvious like metal and dude metal yeah stuff. but like the poppy heavy the entire crowd just goes nuts i mean it's yeah so i mean terrifying that's true but just just wait until you see in the context of the what what fucking oh my god yeah it's fucking it was there yeah wild wild is there like backstage footage and stuff like that oh everything yeah it's because i mean i know about like what you know all the the violence that happened it was the documentary was okay i can't wait remind me to watch that because it's on hbo okay i'll get a hold of it yeah yeah dude i'll get a hold of it all right we've gotten so far off track i feel like we've been talking for like 40 minutes already who gives Great, we'll man. See what happens? This is what we do. Already covered it. The Explo- explorer is gone. Bye, yep. bye, explorer. Bye, bye. We'll miss official it. rest in peace. I'm sure it won't be your last. Thank you. Yeah, I've, it's part of this. As you've also seen, I, I've been feeling very happy about purging uh, and yeah. like cleaning, organizing, and getting r- through things and condensing things. Mm-hmm. 
also happening in my Lego world right now, as you've yeah. seen, which is crazy. Yeah, I didn't realize you had that much, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when I walked into your room, I was like, wow. Because once you put everything in boxes, then you really realize how much stuff you Yeah, have. and it's the, I ca- I'm as, as everyone who's ever listened always, to this podcast yeah. knows, I'm a, an original box saver. Yep. And f- just for times like this, because yeah, I that's know why. myself. Yeah, man. This is why. And those are, by the way, those boxes are in great condition. Thank you. Like, they're not I even like, pride. not even Some like of the, I, so, I used to keep them. Uh, on a, on a, an enclosed back porch that had windows. So some of them have some Moisture, sun bleaching yeah. happening, oh, but right. they're for the most part, yeah, I took care of that because I knew I, eventually I was like, maybe this is, this will pass. And then it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to keep, I'm just like, just like most things, I'm going to keep some of the best stuff and some yeah. of my favorite stuff and get rid of all the rest and turn that into this whole console of my dreams that I've already been, which dude, I've been putting, I am not going to say, can we talk about until it yet? I, Not until things happen. I've already been putting in offers. But you on know Reaver. what you want. I, I I know I know what I'm going after right now. Maybe that if I if I get it for what I want to get it for, then that's what I want. But then yeah. maybe that'll change because that's just how I operate. But it's gonna be fucking sick either way. <laughs> also, so, oh, I sold the, that JHS pedal. Uh, oh yeah, that I had. Congrats. Bye bye. Uh, Did you ship it? It's all. I all everything's all shipped and cool. paid for. I just didn't know if it was like a local sale. Or yes, whatever. that was shippers. Cool. Uh, this is all again part of this whole purge of 2021, which also feeds into the rewire that this looks over great over here. here right now. By the way, man, it's really clean. Got the re- the home studio back up and going exactly how I wanted it again uh, with all MIDI and the stuff. I'm once the once the new mixing situ- situation happens, I am going to have to bring my other interface from the studio back over here, which that's fine because it's if if. When I'm going to start tracking again over there, I'll just bring it back and forth. Yeah, it's, it's not no big like deal. it's a giant thing. Uh, so that's my my update. Um, we already talked about that. I have. It's sometimes I gotta. I gotta. I like. I I toe this line between tr- not wanting to surprise or wanting to surprise you with stuff, but then like not giving myself enough information on here. Well, I will tell you this. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I look at the notes, and today I did not look at the that's, notes. So I, I assume that so uh, happens. You'll, it will be a surprise. Regardless. Either way, I had. A, I have a note here to myself that I don't know what it means, but okay. I'm sure it was great. So maybe I'll figure that you out. In just the read it to me. What does it say? Uh, it says. Kia Stinger, which is a car. I, I think. know it's one of my actually one of my favorite cars. Oh, really? Make. Yeah, my buddy is, owns a Kia dealership in Orland Park. Pedal board. And oh, I think I know what it is. I figured it out. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad you asked because now just saying those words out loud made me understand. My note. I I. But the, you know what? Well, let's save it for another time. Are they because putting it's a pedal board a, in a, a car? D- no, that'd be amazing. But the, <laughs> that'd, that'd be in. Dude. I want if I if I ever like made a custom car, my my like gas and my throttle and yeah. my brake would be like whammy pedals ah, or wall so pedals cool, and man. shit. Yeah. Right? Uh, but cool. that's not what this is about. No? We'll, we'll, let's do it another time. It's a really funny I, idea. Th- it's a much larger concept now that I think about it. Okay. So fuck it. Um, I, let's, that's great. That's great. That's great. Oh, this is just a little, th- an, a thought that I had recently. Every time that I see a parts caster, uh, and like, you know, something like super over the top that someone was like, oh, I like check out this. I'm on a forum and check out this guitar that like, I had made. Here's or the like, list of parts that I check like. Check out all the stuff that I did. Yeah. My first thought is I wonder how much they're going to be listing that for on Craigslist in a oh. year and a half. Yeah, I know. I know. Talk about a honeymoon phase. How big of a hit are you going to take on that parts caster? Have you That's ever built a guitar? Like those. parts caster to guitar? I don't think I ever have. I've helped other people do it. Yeah. But I've never. Yeah, that's right. You helped Dan Lee, you? I've, I've theoretically on like the warmoth website yeah built like four thousand throughout the years just and like back on, when i was a kid right before they even had like the, a good website i used to 
mail away, like send them three dollars to get mm-hmm. the fucking catalog. Yeah, uh, for them and WD Music, I remember were like the two, and I was just like lost over building my own custom jazz master or whatever. Right. No, it is it is a cool thing. Um, I mean, we've talked about them on here. I think you're more on the more on the meh side of parts casters because well, and i think does that come from mostly like people try to get get a ton of money from them when they do sell them is that kind of where that comes from because i guess yeah part of it i is think there's something cool about customizing your nature. own guitar and i think of course you know we, we just spent like a fucking 40 minutes talking about that yeah. that guitar right there customizing it but, but uh a part yeah i a parts caster removes the expertise of anyone building an instrument along the way Yep. Even if it is a, an assembly line guitar, there are still hands that their job is to build all instruments, day. They do that, you know? yeah, and and maybe you are an, an extremely skilled luthier. I don't know, but there's just that disconnect that happens. Yeah. And I mean, that's not. Just, I don't know. You can still buy like an old, some old Fender parts and slap them together, and it's going to sound good. That like that does work, but yeah. I don't know. Uh, and just I like when it, you're just buying like a, a milled neck and a milled yeah, yeah, body yeah. that hasn't been like that. from an instrument that was, uh, yeah, that didn't like make it through the whole process of like Fender being like, this is a Telecaster now. Right. Cause I was just thinking about this. It's funny you brought it up. I almost bought, I think I showed it to you. Paul had a, like a, a fretless bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a late seventies, but it was, it was parts casted together. Cause it was like a late seventies neck. And oh, the body yeah, yeah, was like yeah, right, weird. right, right. Everything was Fender parts, but it was definitely put together. So he took it apart and sold the parts. And, I almost bought the neck because I saw the guy relist the neck, the guy who purchased mm-hmm. it, which we talked about, immediately yeah. relisted the neck. And I was like, dude, actually, this was my buddy's guitar. I've played this neck. Would you, you know, do you want to give me mm-hmm. a good deal? He was like, no. Nope. Um, <laughs> he wanted like $700, sure for a, you know, for a 70s fretless neck. And it was chewed up. Like the fretboard was really chewed up. It didn't affect the tone or anything. Yeah, I mean, it just looked bad. Like there are I, better deals available. Out yeah, there. and it had like no lacquer on it. I mean, the whole thing was just completely like barely lacking in lacquer. It was lacking big time. But lax, anyways, lax, I thought lax. about it and I was like, had I bought that, I still would have had to get all the rest of the parts. I don't know what I would have, you know, where would I have gotten mm, like, like a big another, fat another body? What kind of pickups? So that did go through my mind, like, literally, like I think this morning or yesterday. Damn. And um, it's funny you brought that up. It so. is funny. Look at that. And I support it. I mean. Put, put your guitars together, people. Put, whatever gets you played. Yeah, whatever. I think I think we balance each other a little bit on that yeah. on that one there. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's it. Partcaster rebound guitars. Oh, I just wanted to quickly. This is friends of the show situation. Yeah, Hembry put out a new song. Our yeah. good buddies. It's called Reach dude. Out, and that song is super good. I put it on. I'm not just lot. saying that because Mm-mm. they're our friends, which they are, and I love them dearly. Their new song is super good, and I love it. It's and they're different. our Hembros, it's and weird. I. We need to get Isaac on the show because he's never been on. Yeah, and I really like it. The vibes. It'd be fun are to do even do a slappy telly uh, telly call if we had to telly call. To yeah, on. you know they're going to be coming and play in Chicago. Sometime. Yeah, of course, of course. Love it. Go check it out. Yep. We'll post links. Uh, we already started t- touched on it. Great studio rewiring twenty twenty one happening. Um, have some BFI GFI. I'm just going to start powering through stuff because there was just so much. It's got a lot of good news. Uh, did you? I, we've got an update on this just because we we we've touched on it a number of times. Did you yeah. see about Clapton being a butthole again? I think so. He uh, he said that I w- I didn't really take any notes on this one because I don't I'm stupid. But uh, my only note is just Clapton to the BBC article that tells me nothing in the headline. Oh, okay. Uh, but basically, he, oh, it was that he. Uh, he refuses to play venues that require vaccines. Oh, he's like, no, any show that I have booked, like if 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 you're telling people that like they have to be vaccinated to come to this, I'm not going to play the show he's anymore. Not do it. So okay. um, that's just Eric, Eric Clapton saying, like, <laughs> hey, my it. fans, I don't want you to get vaccinated. Which that's like, we should we 
we should want everybody to get yeah, those things. Yeah, taking so. a hard stance on that. Big surprise there, folks. The guy who made an anti-vax song during the, va- during the right. pandemic is now still anti-vax. Cool. This made me laugh. Uh, this is, I think, a GFI. This is this just like really fucking... I'm, I, this, is, this is the part of the show where I show Dave a picture that you can't see. Uh, this is a screenshot from Craigslist. And this is someone selling... I think this is a GFI. I'm just going to okay. put it out there. If it makes me chuckle, it'll be a number GFI. one songs of the '70s music guitar songbook. Sounds awesome. Yeah, uh, the font on the front of this guitar book looks amazing. The reason that I took a screenshot and I had to show it to you is uh, because um, it's just I, I I just don't understand how someone thought that this was something that needed to happen. So I'm just going to show you. Okay. Oh, the font is rad, dude. There's a tape measure next to the front of the book. <laughs> It's uh, it's twelve inches. In it's length. an eleven and a half. So they wanted to prove that it is legal size. Like a, every guitar book you've ever had is that is eleven and a half. It's right. like the, it's that size book. Like wh- why did you? That's think hilarious. That that's that's what we needed to see. But I I support it. I think every picture should now should have scale with it. Yeah, like it doesn't law, matter if you're like not just a guitar or anything. If like, you post a picture without tape measure in it you can find i like when they use the um they put like a quarter next to it you can be like if it's like oh, a yeah. screw quarter, a quarter size uh like to show you how big a little dent or like yeah. a scraper scratchy yeah. is that yeah so yeah that's really funny tape measure. i can't I just, say but like number one songs in the 70s for 20 bucks they were like I he's better, like i better get a better get the tape measure <laughs> better get the measurement <laughs> for this one watch because somebody bought it and it's like 30 feet long and they had no idea that it's just like this giant tent of a book oh man dude i feel like i keep st- okay so we're going to transition into my favorite part of the show but i feel like i keep stealing your thunder because i've been watching a lot of music stuff lately let's talk let's just quickly get touch into it Watch some McCartney three two one. Yeah, that was the doc for today. So if you want it to just great. get so into let's it, wait. Okay, yeah. so then before that, uh, I didn't watch all of it. So you've I, okay. I think cool. I saw three. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Um, I watch. Have you seen the? I don't even remember what it's called now. The documentary about the band The Descendants. I saw the thing. I saw the the what do you call it? The little uh, thumbnail. Well, yeah, for thumbnail it boys on uh, Amazon. Right. I decided to watch it. Was it good? while doing some other stuff and then decided watched it more telly it was good i've never listened to that band so i was yeah. kind of like I, you've heard some songs because you've like played tony hawk and stuff yeah yeah you know and they've like there's been some stuff in commercials they were like an early heard. 80s punk band or something late 70s okay. early 80s but like went on for a long time yeah um i if you're not a big fan i would say i don't know if you ever need to watch it i really liked it um, yeah of course, Dave Grohl's in it oh, of course uh and one of the interesting things i'll, I'll note is that the um one of the few bands that I can really think of, other than maybe like Rush, that is like drummer driven. Really? It's always been the only original member throughout everything was the drummer. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. And and then so there was a, 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 at one point uh, where um, like so Milo is like if, if you think of the Descendants, you probably think of that like one like line drawing of the sort of nerdy looking scientific mm-hmm. yeah, guy. Yeah, that's on the That's like the, the singer who, or who was the singer for a while of that okay. band, this dude Milo. And then he was like a real life scientists wanted to go off and do that so like he went off and did that and then they wanted to keep the band going so they just like got a different singer and called the band all so then they just like progressed as all for a while wow. and then kind of got back together and then so so the documentary is really about both the band descendants yeah like and all takes like a little turn were the fans yeah. like upset when they when they changed uh the name yes and, the and no and stuff? yeah, yeah. It, it was sort of, i think it was more so kind of weird for like the 
people who had been descendants to be like, wait, they're like, cause they're still going to, of course they're going to play some descendant songs and stuff. Yeah. So that was, that's like why a whole people weird are going to go. Yeah. But again, it was a sort of strange situation where the drummer kind of ran, weren't ran they the one of the bees. first, did they talk about, cause I remember that, uh, the Dave Grohl doc where he talked about riding in a van. I forget the name of it, but it's just, Probably it's something, about it's something to do with van. It's yeah, about touring. Get in the van. Yeah. In the van, get in the van. Maybe. Um, they talked about, I think the descendants were one of the earliest, like getting in a van touring type of bands. That cause that all started me. around the late seventies. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're definitely Black Flag was part one of, of all. Them and... Okay, so uh, Bill, I can't remember his name. Bill Stevenson, I think, is the drummer from Descendants. He then went on, went after a while. He then went on and was a drummer of Black Flag for like all oh, their really? best albums. Oh wow! All, oh, I should say all of my. It turns out like all of my favorite Black Flag albums were no all shit. that dude. Yeah. Okay, cool. So definitely, you're right. It crosses Nailed over. It. Nailed it. All right, I'm gonna say my thing that I like to say. Get your, you know, while you get your notes. If you've gotten, you don't even have it. We're just gonna don't free ball. Em. I've got a pee again, so I'm just Go gonna Let's take a little, a little peaser. This is a pause for a commercial break. A word from our sponsor. The new McDonald's egg McMuffin. Dude, I just listened to a podcast about. We'll see what happens because I'm gonna say Dave's dogs. Very nice, mm. man. It makes me excited that you get to add some effects to like yeah, some, of the, some of the podcasts. Yeah, I do. I went. In, I don't yeah. even remember what I did now. I think I added like some sort of auto tune. How can you have? Uh, a, dude, I auto tune something. How can you have a gear podcast and not no, add some effects at some? Point? I did it, and I like took the time to do it. I honestly can't remember what it was now. So that's it's not like I'm. I can't be too. You didn't All right, we talked a, about it. We already we already screwed the we already spoiled the we screwed the pooch. Well, well, I, you know, I'll preface by saying this. Um, I am slowly working on the 1971 documentary, which mm. is the Apple Plus. Uh, six or seven part doc. I just made it through part two, so mm. we'll just breeze over that really quick. Mm. Um, Nineteen seventy one. Stephen. Why don't we? Why don't we save it until you watch the whole thing? Well, because I kind of like to do it like one week at a time. Because but, but we're not going to talk about so nineteen seventy one today. We're going to talk about uh, uh, McCartney today. I thought. Yeah, we are. Okay. But I just like that. You're gonna feed. You're just gonna feed some seventy one. Feed a little seventy one. Right. Check All it right. out. Uh, they get into Hunter S. Thompson and they get into um, mm. the Stones going to uh, south of France and recording Exile Mainstream, mm. so, which is a great doc. Tax dodging. Yeah, exactly. So that's good stuff. Uh, everybody check that 1971 out. 1971 on yeah, Apple. I'll, I'm going to watch that. It's really, really good. I'm, I'm just doing one episode like per week because it's a lot. Yeah, it's a um, lot. It's a heavy show. Like it's really like it's very politically charged. That's it's what very, I was going like, to say about Woodstock too. Like it. It's fucked up. Man. You can't just take it all in like you mm-hmm. know in one lump. So I'm, I am I am pacing myself with that one. But let's talk about let's talk about it, dude. I McCartney was so excited three, for this. Two one. McCartney I wasn't. I don't know why. I was not super excited well, about it going. One, into it. I'm excited for it because I feel like we can't get through an episode of the show without talking about Paul McCartney. It's and true. generally, it's me who brings yeah. it up. Um, and that's why I think I wasn't super excited. Yeah, right. Because we had just talked about like the death, quote unquote. Everyone like, talks about him all the time. Yeah. It's like, is this all we got? This right. old, old and we And we talked about it last week and we were like, does he ever get tired of like talking about the yeah. Beatles? Like, yeah, dude. He's like, you know, I'm still, I'm a human being too. Right. Like, I have other things in my life. Um, I, Let me tell you about why you shouldn't eat meat. Yeah. Right. I fucking loved it dude i watched all six i'm digging parts. it so far i'm I halfway through i'm three episodes in all six parts last sunday so i just cranked it on the couch i was like i'm not taking yeah, notes you cranked it on the couch I cranked what? it out watching paul. paul um and i will say this man i i just wanted to watch it i was because I, I often i take notes and stuff and i was so into it that i was like you know yeah. what i'll remember like the key things that i wanted to remember the cool so for people who don't know it's 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 just rick rubin and paul mccartney sitting down at a mixing board 
in a, some unknown studio that's a really kind of a soundstage dark somewhere. and creepy place um, with so, people. All right, let's pause you see here. the shadows of people walking around in the let's background. Let's pause here. You creepy. mentioned the console. This is sort of what brought me into it because you sent me a screenshot and you're like, yo, what? what's mm-hmm. the console? And I hadn't watched yet. And I was kind of like, all right, I've got to fucking watch this yeah. now. Do we know? And I didn't know at the time. And so I'd, and I'd, I'd look it up. It's a Neve console, but I didn't know what it was. I was like, maybe, let me see. I wrote a couple of things down. I was like, oh, that's right. At first, I thought it was an 8014 without the meter bridge. And then mm-hmm. I learned more about Neve consoles, and I was like, "Aha! Maybe it's the BCM10 Mark II, which it wasn't. It, it is the 8424, is what they're listening through. It's a Neve console, okay. uh, just multi-track analog console with the stuff. Probably, I, I would imagine. I haven't found any specific details online. I tried to look. Nobody's written any articles or anything yeah. yet about it. But I would imagine they, because you know, they've digitized all the multi-tracks when they've remastered the Beatles shit recently. Uh, I would imagine they're just listening through like the Pro Tools multi-track sessions. I I don't think they're listening on analog tape for this. Okay, because yeah. they they wouldn't be able to just like quickly like it would be they would have to like load the tape on and right do everything all this would shit. be separate. And you'd hear yeah. like and I think like, so too. They have it all, but they do have the stems. Everything's it's all, all stemmed and tracked yeah. out. Which okay, I know like I've listened to like isolated Paul uh, bass stuff before and isolated you know the vocals on Helter Skelter and all that totally. kind of stuff. But it fucking still blew my mind when they yeah. start when they start dialing in like only the bass or only the guitar. The part that really stuck out to me, I how it was nasty the first some of the basses, nasty. Yeah, Dude, the part that really I was thinking about you. The while part that, that really part got me, man. And I even I think I even texted my buddy Russ, who's like the biggest Beatles fan yeah. in the world. I was like, dude, because he was he said he watched like a few episodes. I I go, dude, on my guitar gently weeps. If you listen to the bass and you listen to the guitar separate, it's two completely different songs. Oh, he's going, he's moving it's, around. And then the best part is they're like, well, you know, um, you, you know, you wrote that part and like came in and he's like, no, I just no, wrote just, it in we there. played it there. Just played it there. I don't even remember what it was. They were, they even made a point. I mean, when do they, I mean, of course, Paul McCartney is a bass player in the Beatles, but like, when do they ever make a point to like highlight bass tone exactly and something and they like i what i don't think it was while my guitar they had the bass soloed in another song there was penny lane was an amazing one yeah. um that might be later but on. it was just like grinding and super yeah. mid grind it was it you know i thought about we were talking we talked about it i don't even know what episode a long time ago uh a video that we watched about um the the technique that they would have used for recording like abbey road bass and yeah. that sort of stuff in that era with like the like a basically a Fender tube amp mm-hmm. cranked with a like a another tube microphone out in front of it. That's what it sounded like to me yeah, when we were listening. Just I was like, totally oh, shit. overdriven, like cranked, yeah, dude. But like that's but still pillowy mm-hmm. and and like it it wasn't like abrasive. I think what's neat about it is because you know um, we're obviously musicians and and I'm a bass player and all that. But I think this movie would do a good job of introducing why that's an important instrument to. You know, to with the Beatles, for instance, or or any music. You know, why that? Why the? You know, it can be a percussive instrument. It can be a melodic instrument. Mm. It can drive it. It can change yeah. an entire song. Um, I thought that was really fucking cool. The kind of the way I don't want to say they dumbed it down, but they made it like kind of in layman's terms, which we can get into because I want to mm. talk about Rick Rubin too, yeah. um, and kind of his whole like his whole like you know approach. But that was a really cool thing, and I actually really loved as a as a documentary freak. They did do a lot of talking about when they first met. You know, a lot um, of that a lot kind of, of stuff. like they would do these little flashbacks. So the way the whole thing was done, all six parts, it really had a cool thing of like them sitting there at this board, 
going through different songs, mixing, you know, mixing out the vocals and mixing out the drums and like doing all this stuff. And then also Paul just like reminiscing, you know, on, mm-hmm. on a cusp, like he wasn't like planned out. I feel yeah. like he really did a, a good job of just being like, you know, that reminds me of this time. I remember writing this song and I can tell you the wacky thing that happened, like, you know, during this recording. So Dude, that, that reminds me. And I think we both listened to it recently. Rick Rubin was on Mark yep. Maron's podcast. Yeah, it was good. WTF and there's a, a an, sort of thing that Marin says a couple times where he like I think he says it maybe even before and then even during the episode where he talks about this idea that Paul McCartney because he had McCartney on his show too and he's yeah. like you know he got the sense that with McCartney it's a sort of thing where like he was this gold mine like in some ways it's kind of literal you yeah. know made a lot of people rich and everything but and that it was this gold mine that like people that had been excavated and that now has been turned into this tourist attraction where you go and like you can pay the money and like take the ride, but you don't necessarily know if you're going to like, there's, there's probably not any, any nuggets left to bring back out. Yeah. And, and it's kind of, but I think the point of him saying that was, well, to be funny because it, it's an interesting metaphor, but also Ruben did seem to kind of get to some interesting things with them. And I don't know if it was Ruben specifically, or it was just the nature of him sitting there with the multi-tracks for these songs that he probably hasn't himself listened to in a long mm-hmm. ass time. Uh, and yeah, cause it did, it did feel, I was worried about that going into it. I was like, God, I've seen so much Beatles stuff See, and me too. listened to so many like archive recordings, whatever. Uh-huh. And it did feel there was, there was this energy or freshness and it's, and, and maybe part of the gravitas is the fact that they decided to do it all in fucking black and white. Yeah. Too. I know. Like, come on guys. It's fine. It's and, fine. And I liked how like, you know, it's kind of like you, you feel like you're kind of a fly on the wall. Cause like the way they, they shot it, you know, you're, they're never like interviewing right to the camera. It's always like, you're mm-hmm. kind of off to the side or behind Paul, you know, it's, just very like i thought they did a really good job with the production yeah. and um actually the thing i wanted to get back to with Marin, i thought it was so funny man on on the podcast when he was they were talking about the idea that like you know a new artist or old artists always think their newest stuff is like the best mm-hmm. like you might say the stones might think that way or like you know certain bands who've been around a long time and then mark got a chance to ask paul that yeah, when right. he was on his podcast and he's like you know didn't do you think that your newest stuff is is the best stuff you've ever done but he, paul just looks at him he goes I was in the Beatles. I was in the fucking Beatles. <laughs> like, no, motherfucker. The Beatles was the best shit I ever did. I thought that was. I thought that was super. I set the watermark for when people say like yeah. what a goat is. That yeah. is us. Yeah. So, um, man, I gotta say, dude, I fucking, I literally, really good. I genuinely wanted to like, you know, I, I always try to look at things objectively when I watch these documentaries. I've seen so fucking many of them. Yeah. And I just I love the way it was shot. I loved the the sound is amazing. Like make sure you well, have it cranked. I want to before dude, I feel like we're sort of leaving it. before we do fully. I want to mm-hmm. talk about Rick Rubin a little bit. Let's get into that. Yeah, he, it's not super evident in the three episodes that I've seen that he that this is true. But in the podcast that we both listen to, mm-hmm. he talks about and get it get into, gets into the fact that homeboy does not have any technical he's knowledge not an engineer at all no actually i mean i'm sure he knows how basic shit works and all that but like he can clearly like press the transport buttons yeah, to press right. play or whatever but he, he he talks about he's like i don't know how to do the computer stuff he doesn't yep. like set up the microphones or the console or the say like this compressor or yeah. something like that he and says like i kind of want it to sound more like this and then he just has the people that he works with that yeah and I've, I've, everybody like knows that. you know hopefully like the legend of rick rubin is like he's worked with all these famous bands he's mm-hmm. done all this crazy work that's made these people you know super super famous and by the way that is a good episode to listen to that interview i mean it gets a little cagey in some ways but like to talk the, about the, the beastie Mark boys Marin. and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah no it's fantastic and he i liked how he was like i don't like to talk like when he tells a story about an artist he won't name 
name the artist. Yeah, Dave, he really doesn't. And Mark was like trying to pull it out of him. He's like, yeah. no, dude, like I'm not gonna say who this is. Like, yeah, yeah, it was sort of. It was so cool. Yeah, it was. I I could see both sides of them in that situation yeah, for sure. Um, and it's like it, they were on a phone. It wasn't like a real interview. Right, like, exactly. So From some undisclosed location, yeah. which was also Sweden. sort of weird. But it, <laughs> maybe like, it was Sweden. Sweden yeah. Maybe not. Also, like, who cares? I don't really care where. Before, we're also one other thing I want to say before we leave this. Um, I now have my own. Uh, we've talked so much about it ad nauseum. We don't need to get you anymore. But now I'm still like on this quest for a mixer or a desk. Yep. And part of like me looking through all this stuff was learning about th- these different consoles uh, that Neve has put out over the years, which I didn't know about already, including this one that now has been revived again. So the point I'm bringing it up, I ha- I have my own. We've talked about goats, personal high watermarks. I have my own high watermark. The console that if I were to just like for some reason not feel guilty about spending ridiculous sums of money on a small console uh i found it and it is i just want to have it written in case neve's listening or written written into the dig- they will into get the digital in interwebs post, I'm sure. the neve bcm 10 mark ii that's the one it's a 10 it's super simple it's like a 10 channel is that the 55k one i think it was like fifty-five thousand dollars. Yeah, 10 channels me. like one some bus it'll just so it does cool. all the things that i ever it, want it, it just looks but if, awesome if i wouldn't feel so guilty about parking fifty-five thousand dollars in my living room that would be a thing yeah, no, all right dude McCartney three two one, give it to us. What's your what's your ranking? What do you think? I mean, dude, I, it's it's gonna sound like you know I'm I'm a McCartney boy, and well, everybody knows this. It's gonna sound like the truth then, because you are. I am, but honestly, dude, as a doc, I would I would like to see this format in other bands. Like, Ooh, I think that would be really cool to yes. do. Like this kind of thing, if they did like a, a Keith Richards one, or maybe like a, you know some somebody from like you know a Don Henley or something. Just like, dude, check it out. The Woodstock 99, I was like, when I watched it, because it said season one, episode one, I'm like, oh, there's oh. like going to be multiple episodes of this. It turns out I haven't, I just context clues what seems like, it seems like they're going to kind of do almost like a 30 for 30 style with nice. now like music docs. Yes. F- but by, I think his name's Bill Simmons, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he's the one who did this. Okay. So it's, it's to your yeah. point, it's sort of like, I think it's going to be like the same format. I love, I just loved the approach, the storytelling. Um, yeah, so I mean, I gotta be honest. Give it man. to us. What do you got? I, I'm gonna go a hard nine point seven out of ten for this for this fucking. Nine point seven feels like a symbolic number. Does it mean anything, or I just that it's like an A plus, but not a hundred? Just like you know, I don't even know if we could give a perfect score. You know, ever have we ever? I feel like there must have. Wow! Now that this is a question for the diehards, the statisticians out there keeping all the gearbuds fast. Who's writing it all down on the internet? Yeah, who's got the app with uh, all the? There are on there it? are other podcasts where people do that. For, those are game show podcasts, but still, yeah. Yeah, no, but someone, I, if someone's I, keeping track of all of Dave's scores, let us know. If I thought it would be fair, I mean, there's n- there's no fair way to give it a ten out of ten. So I nine point seven. seven out of ten, and it sounds great. Crank the volume, crank the volume. Folks. Really, just you enjoy can it. hear some of those songs because, like, yeah, it's it's the original stems, but it's not like the exact mix that we're all used to hearing. So you hear things popping out. Oh, in the tunes dude, it in, truly in is like way. like I was saying, it truly is like a, the, you've never heard the songs like this before. So yeah. I, I thought that was really, really, and to have Paul standing there talking about when they recorded that and how they did that. It's just really, really neat. So sick. Check it out. All right, dude, we've gone so hard already and gone so long that there are so many things that I already talked about. We're going to get into. We're going to have to pick. I think, huh? I think what I, my vote, which is going to be the vote. Cause you can't read all this right now. Anyways, <laughs> there was, there was some more stuff and more future gear that came out of Nam that we didn't get to that oh. just happened. Now that summer Nam has started and, finished mm-hmm. maybe we could talk about that which that, that i feel like that kind of makes the Can most I do sense. a quick flashback from last week uh i saw yeah i've seen the the gibson um the the non-reverse 
Thunderbirds. Yes, you saw for them. Sale. Now they're like everywhere. Yes. Pro- even I saw one on Reverb too already. How so much are they? Like someone was asking nineteen hundred for it. Two I think. year, two grand. Okay. Um. Anyways, no, not for me. No, don't like. Still it. not for you. Yeah, I just don't really like. Yeah. It. So, Fair enough. Because I, I think it. last week I was like, I don't know, maybe, you know, maybe be cool. Not for no, me. no reverse thundies for you. Still no reverse fires either. Nah. Nah. Sick. All right. There's a couple things. Oh, this is this wasn't a Nam thing, but this is just like, I think it's maybe a good idea, but also strikes me as kind of anachronistic. All right. So Fender has partnered with Phineas, who Dave's Doc listeners will remember as Billy Eilish's brother, uh, yes, ex- producer, writer, extraordinaire. Uh, they have partnered with Phineas to create a hotline. You know, the thing where you like call a phone number mm-hmm. with a phone about the Fender American Acoustasonic Jazzmaster. Hotline? Like he's going to answer? I am on the hotline bling. Uh, so, dude, I feel like every time you come here, there's a fly that just hangs out right it's just there. just my, it's my buddy. It's your, my fly. He comes every, it's so weird. It's, Maybe alarming. I really need to take a shower. You just, but you specifically mentioned how you did shower yeah, before you came. It's over. like ninety degrees out. Maybe I really it's need to toasters. take another shower. Uh, so okay, so if you want uh, in the U.S. and the U.K., I should say, because we do have our our friends and family across the you globe. Drop that number. If, and you're into learning things about the Acoustasonic Jazzmaster or Phineas's approach to life and things, you can call. Uh, here in the states, eight three three four Jazzmaster four J A Z M S T R, or if you're in the UK, that would be uh 2838 uh, Monday through Friday between twelve and two Mountain Time in the US, or twelve and two uh British uh whatever BST British time is. Okay. Uh, Monday through Friday, you call, leave a message, and you could get a call back from Phineas. Um, about maybe, the Acoustasonic Jazzmaster or pa- his can we, stuff. Can we patch in next week and try to call it? I say, we, Gear Buds, we call him. I think we should. You and I have our, our own conf- conference call. We just spam it for two hours straight, <laughs> 12 to 2. We just do the episode while it's like on the We do live in, in one however long, one minute and 30 second increments, however long they give you on a voicemail. <laughs> we, we do the whole episode. That would be really funny. That way. and But every, every segment is going to be specifically about the Acoustic Sonic American Acoustic right. Jazz Master. We talk about nothing. The else. first Jazz Master in the Acoustic Sonic series to feature a humbucker, which offers an, an entirely new array of tonal op- okay. options. Yeah, I, I think that's all true. I can appreciate um, that. Or if you're into the creative process, uh, I, I would imagine. I bet you. Get, I would have to say that the hold music is going to be his. Of course, his stuff. Yeah. Does he have solo stuff? He does have okay. a new EP, I believe. So yeah. that's a, a that's, thing. That's part of it. Here it is. What, any opinions on the uh, Acoustasonic Jazzmaster? I haven't played one. I, I played either. the Strat and the, the Tele. Yeah. The Strat's been out for and a long were, time, right? Couple years now, is it? Oh, man, I swear, I thought I saw one from like an old video of like the early two thousands. There's there was the Strat acoustic, maybe which we've talked about, about is yeah. my most shameful. <laughs> that's right. That's what it, ownership. That's what it was. That's what it was. Uh, different ball game. Yeah, different game. Okay. So uh, yeah, if you, I don't know, I, I do check it out. Maybe next week Phineas is going to be on at least. Hey guys, one of the one minute and thirty seconds. Don't quote segments. us on this, but he might be on the show. Don't quote us on this, but Phineas is definitely going to be on the show <laughs> next week. All right. Oh, here's another thing that did come out of Nam, and I, I don't know if you're, I don't know how you're going to feel about this. I think I dig it. Taylor has announced Taylor Sense, mm-hmm. which is their Taylor being Taylor Guitars, right. Natch, not, not Taylor Swift, not James Taylor Swift, not James Taylor Swift. 
Taylor Swift guitars. Uh, is it a candle? It's a guitar health candles. You said Taylor scents. Taylor scents. Oh, scents like, like it a, smells like, like pine wood or something. Oh, dude! Sweet. Million dollar idea, Oh my god, guitar wood candles. We, I bet we could sell the fuck out of some guitar wood candles to some fucking I mean, guitar dads. We like to buy the sandal. They're like de- yeah. dehumidifying, so it's good for your that's, shit. That's kind of the angle. That that's the angle. Okay, so what do we got? We, maybe we'll have to cut that out so, uh, so no one steals no that, one steals awesome, that idea. awesome idea. Taylor Sense, no T, S-E, uh, is a guitar health monitoring system slash Bluetooth app that monitors a bunch of stuff inside your guitar, including humidity, battery life temperature hmm. and here's one that i think is extra interesting impact Ooh, impact so basically we're like the bottom and not on taylor guitars right now where like the end pin for your you plug your guitar uh for the electronics is there's that's where the battery goes and right. slides out whatever that's your electronic bullshit is it goes in there it's part of that so like there's you know guitars are going to include that now or you can buy it for 80 bucks to upgrade the guitars that you have already tailor guitars only but it goes inside the hole I'm it goes in home oh, dave this uh, is just yeah, yeah. the full episode people just want to hear us I know. get in and you want to all they fill the inside of the hole and then yeah so you slide it out slide it back in bada boom connects to a bluetooth app on your phone and then it's and then over low power bluetooth every once in a while checks in on the humidity temperature and just updates you so then you've got like a chart on your phone you can follow all that shit and then also again if you're like moving the guitar around shipping or whatever it feels an impact to your guitar. Boom! You get a notification on your phone. Impact oh. sense. Really? Yeah. Wow. I wonder how sensitive it is. I know. Yeah. If that could get really annoying really fast. Yeah. Um, Silence. It's like in the back of the van, like rolling around back there or something. Yeah, but I think I at first I was that's just a good like, idea. This is stupid, and then now I'm like, I want that on all my guitars. Well, that's the thing. I don't want to have to buy a tailor to use it. Like, I want to mm. put it in my old Gibson or something. Maybe I would. Yeah, that's a good point. I hope that the, it's like proof of concept, and then they just like sell the technology that can just like pop in. Because I assume right now there's something that makes it proprietary to Taylor. It's proprietary. Yeah, it slides just into their hole, as we said, Taylor's yeah. hole. And uh, the nice, one of the nice things that I like about it too is that the app, um, you know, it's one thing to just be like, oh, the humidity is at forty five degrees. Like, what is? I don't, I don't percent. Like, I don't yeah. fucking know unless you already know. Like, I, that's who, who maybe people don't want to know. And it also says like, okay, it is here. This is what we recommend you do with it. Here's a video. And then it just like tells you like how to how rectify to, the situation. Yeah, exactly. Like otherwise, I'm just gonna be freaking out the whole time. Yeah. It's like warning, warning. Or yeah, or or not. You just you get all this information. A, it's like I don't know what this information tells right. me. It doesn't it mean anything to me. It has to say like some remedies for. So that. it does. It it it, sh- it says like okay, it's cool. here now. Here's a video to like go. Oh, on. that's and awesome. I, and that. I was like, okay, yeah. that's dope. And that also, cool. um, the battery part is smart too because mm-hmm. then it's like if you're re- especially really if you're good. playing all the time, yep. it just like your phone tells you like oh you're at you need to charge that shit that's that's actually amazing um if you have an es1 uh, expression system one or two or the n or the t taylor guitar you can buy it right now so does that i wonder if that runs on its own battery then like how does that how does that it's part of that whole system yeah it's low 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 draw bluetooth okay is what wow runs on yeah that's cool i want to see that in person i think it'd be really fun to play with you and you wouldn't that's the thing it's like you wouldn't even the guitar looks exactly the same from yeah, the outside. Like, it's, it's just like ha- now you just have the app. 
right, which is right. which is sick, and I kind of want it. So are they gonna? You said they're gonna build those into uh, existing, like into new production guitars. I didn't see that specifically, but I it's mean, an, they, how could they option. not? Like, right. why would they? I mean, they've got this badass thing, and they want people to use it. And especially I, if it's yeah. not intrusive at all, if it's just there, it's and the exact. You, you don't same, even have to use it if you don't want. Right, to. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm super into it. It's not like the Gibson Auto Tuners where everybody just took them off right when they got. Dude, I was actually that was almost something that I was gonna even make it on the outline. I've been digging deep into into like that mid century or mid turn of the century Gibson thing when they did the robot tuners yeah. and and those weird guitars and like yeah. trying to even find I can't do so there was. Like Gibson announced them through a series of guitars that came out, and like there was the first robot one, and it was like blue. Okay. And then and then they like evolved it a few times, and the first evolution was called the Gibson Dusk Tiger. I do, yeah, I've I've seen that. And so I, I we're I, I feel like that we might even we, I mean whatever get into it a little bit, but like that might be like okay here here's an analogy. I fucking love fireworks like for there's something about me that i i'm i see myself as this intellectual person that it can sometimes be holier than thou and such whatever you read books i read books i fucking love the big boomy things that make colors in the sky <laughs> right and yeah. i but i also know right. that fireworks are probably the dumbest thing mm-hmm. that i really like okay like anytime I see them, I just like every, drop everything and, stop and watch, I watch yeah. them right, and course. and feel excited. Yeah, and that's fun. And I and I know that they're bad for like pets and sure. people with PTSD, all that stuff. But so like in my head, I know it's dumb. You selfishly love but fireworks. I love fireworks. So what? what I feel yeah. like I know that the Gibson Dusk Tiger is horrible. Okay. But I think I love that guitar. Was that in one of the ones that were they getting destroyed with the whole Gibson thing? That was the Firebird X. Right, right. Similar idea and yeah. era. The Dusk Tiger, I don't know if they ever even like put it, I don't think they ever even put it into production. They I might know have made I've seen some. That. It was red and it really? had like. Does it have like a flame? Almost top? Or a, no, but it was like kind of carbon fibery. Oh. You might be thinking of the the one that came directly after that, which was the Dusk Tiger. And that had a very sort of flamey, weird, tigery yeah, top within this like of. weird, big pickguard that yep. kind of like looked like claws. It's really weird looking. These were all sort of evolutions of that robot, gotcha. te- robot technology with the robot tuners, and then they became the Tronicle robots. So was the origin, is what you're saying, of, of them getting weird? Was it started with the robot tuners? It started with the robot, and they, that was the guitar that was called the robot, and it was like this blue burst, right? And it had the much bigger honking, heavy fucking thing on the back of the headstock, yeah. big old metal piece right, back there. Right. And then that like the technology evolved, and then and then they did like the HDX and the HD6X. I think it was called. They had this like it went way far where it was like a separate an interface where like each p- string had its own output and shit. Mm-hmm. And but then they like they kept sort of evolving it, and it was the 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 next one was the Dusk Tiger. Okay, and that was mostly cosmetic. I remember I got to go to Nam when that one came out and I like played that guitar and not even like the robot stuff, but just playing it. I was just like, this guitar was so cool. I don't, really? it might be again, it's like fireworks. It's like probably shitty, Yeah, but I still love it. Anyways, I've been to your point about the robot tuners. I've been looking them up on reverb there. Is, I cannot even find a record. Sophie's about to go for your coffee. Um, I can't even find a record of, of one sold on reverb, let alone one for sale. What? I can find some dusk tigers that have sold, but okay. no, the robot. N- no, the wait, red. What's the one? 
The, there's the dusk tiger, the dust tiger. I, I'm getting dusk tiger. I'm getting my not. I, I just said it like 50 times, and I'm totally blanking the on the robot, name. The robot. The one in between the robot and the dusk tiger was the dark fire. Oh, because you you were referring to it as the dust tiger. I've I've okay. okay. I went way off the off the deep end <laughs> here right. in that part. It, hopefully, I can cobble something together. No, you got it. You got, it's out. almost there. Anyways, that guitar's my fireworks. So I you want can't one. find one. No, not even available at all. Not even is the, is there a used value for those? Can you find any? Oh, I, like, I would guess they'd probably be like in like the... four five grand because that's what all those things seem to yeah. live in somewhere in there. But not for the not for the auto tuners. That's not why you want it. I want it specifically for that ugly ass weird red carbon fiber guitar, <laughs> and it had a strange pickup combination. I remember it was like a P ninety in the neck and a humbucker in the bridge, oh, cool. which was kind of a strange thing for that at the time. Uh, and I dig that. They so. took chances, man. Gibson was doing that for just a wild-ass era. Yeah. All right. A couple more things from Summer Nam that Let's we go. missed. Uh, okay. This one was kind of interesting in that IK Multimedia, who, as far as guitar things have been, they've usually almost always been on the, the software side of right. things. They have always been on the software side, except for, like, their interfaces and stuff. They've always made, like, Amplitube is their sort yep. of, like, big software or whatever. I know that one. They have announced and launched their first foray into hardware pedals oh boy uh the x drive x vibe x time and x space which i think you can probably figure out figure what out which one does do. which yeah uh, each of them they're mo- sort of they look exactly like what you're sort of picturing picturing sort of three button strymon or eventide okay. kind of those like series of boxes 16 yeah. effects each they can also function as a full usb interface which is cool uh, they do full MIDI on all parameters. They have it can do impulse responses. So, in other words, instead of like taking it out of that and then running in like a speaker simulator or whatever, you can just like run direct out of it. It kind of does the whole Helix thing oh, cool. or whatever as well. Uh, it does stereo wet dry, and each one of them comes with a virtual plug-in version too, which I think is the coolest part. But all of that can be had for the low low sum of 299.99. Okay. So they're yeah. in there. They're in the They're market. cheaper than the the like what they're directly competing with. Yeah, yeah. And they might be cool. I don't know. I you know, it's the sort of thing you got to play them to, to know for sure, but yeah. they look they I like the features and the the sets of options. I mean, like you said, they've always been a popular staple with like the software mm-hmm. companies, you know. Yeah, and they've made interfaces for a long time so they know how to like put switches on a box and whatever, yeah. but also all of these pedals are digital anyway, so that's kind of God that fucking fly. That's kind of what I come back to is uh, they're all digital anyway, so it's like oh well, cool. They've been making software for a long time. They probably know how to put that in the, in the box too. So I bet they're great. Honestly, yeah. I bet they're I bet they're really cool pedals. Nice. I'm gonna check them. I want to check. Do they have uh, Do they have demos of them or anything? That you I haven't seen any. I, mean, yet. I know I know how we are about demos. Like yeah, I I would have watched them. I didn't yeah, see them yet. Okay. Um, two more things. Uh, the Oh, this one, this was just like another update, which I just want to, I want to try this one too. Red Panda makes really sort of like uh, interesting and and forward thinking and forward pushing takes on sort of classic type effects. Anyways, they, uh, the raster pedal uh, has an update now. It's a raster too. It's basically the same pedal. It's a granular delay, which granular delay chops up like a little section of it and then stretches it out and does weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Usually pretty fucking crazy sounding yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, basically, this one doubles the delay time. It was like 700. Now it's 14 or somewhere oh, wow. in that ballpark uh, milliseconds, 1400 milliseconds. And then um, also added more knobs so you can like kind of tweak and do some more stuff. It does like arpeggios and slides and weird shit. Also 299. So okay. 
an, another pedal that it's I a, I want to try. It's a good price Came to just NAM. try it out. Yeah. Last sure. one here. This is this is my favorite though because I I didn't see this until after and it's and it's pretty funny to me. So, um, it's all kind of cloudy and hard for me to keep up with. But like at certain times, Godlike and Ibanez and Maxon and um, th- there have been a couple. Of companies japanese companies that have all been sort of like owned that make the tube screamer have all been sort of owned or re-owned or the names have been owned by different people okay it's been like and there have been around. so many different issues and reissues and versions and variants of tube screamers and like yeah this is the standard and this is the hand wired and blah 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 well okay so susumu tamura who's the guy who invented the original tube screamer has uh, they now with Godlike have announced the Tamura Mod TS808, 808 being the original Tube Screamer. Mm-hmm. He spent three years, according to this, studying hundreds of variants and to find the best sounding, creamy and, spo- and smooth Tube Screamer, like of his pedal that like right. he designed. And apparently they've now done it. It comes down to the specific brand and production period of IC chip, which IC chip is like ATM machine. IC is integrated. Oh no, integrated circuit. No, integrated circuit chip. Never mind. That was stupid. Um, okay, so yeah, but here's the deal. So they just announced this, and it's like this is the thing. And they they did the first batch. It sold out instantly. The sure, first batch. I, oh, I would assume. Yeah. Very limited because it's all it comes down to that. And there's also these NOS Toshiba silicon diodes. Um, there's now actually right now pre-order open for another batch, and they, if it fills, then they're going to do another round. It's three forty nine. Here's the thing. Okay. This is I didn't I didn't discover this. A lot of people have talked about this already. Last year, like or maybe like less than a year ago, Maxon like just did this. Really? So I guess I guess the deal is that like Godlike was part was or Godlike was Maxon's North American rep distributor rep until like last month, and then they split. And. And so then now they're like just doing this like same thing that they said that they were that that was like this is the like the last ones we only found these chips and then now they're just doing it again. Is this part of the three years of research then? Because it's the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. they just use all. I think that for this one they actually did again those Noshiba Noshiba NOS Toshiba silicon diodes. I think that that was special for this one, but it's basically the same idea. It's like they they just like got a new distributor and they're like, well, we're just gonna like say say that this is the one again. But it's the same thing. It's same thing so uh can the maxon ones be had like are they hard to find good question i didn't even look yeah i wonder because i wonder what that does to i the value own of and have owned so many tube screamers that i just like can't possibly give a fuck about this i have one hooked up right now yeah. it's like yeah, which one I, do you have that one over there is actually the new tube screamer that has the uh miniature korg new tube in it oh, it's, like right. a, it's like a tube based tube screamer um and on my and on my main pedal board that I've used for years, the only pedal that has stayed through everything is I have a T Rex, uh, what is it called? Moller, Mueller, Mueller, M O L L E R with the little umlaut over it, oh, right. uh, and it is essentially a modified hot rodded tube screamer oh, with cool. a boost on the other side. And that's been your favorite. That's just I I don't it's been the one that I my ear like I liked first I tried so many and that was like I got that like ten years ago or something yeah. and that's just the one that just like clicked into my brain it's like this is what a like a light to medium overdrive should so sound funny. like and I like and I like that the the thing that I like about that same one that I'm pointing to right now the other one that I have set up is it has a, a blend oh is that yeah it's you can keep some of your dry, dry yeah original attack and stuff that's in nice there. yeah yeah I was I mean it, it's funny to me like. 
that tube screamer to me has been one of the like first pedals I ever heard when I started playing. Like everyone was like, you know, you got a tube screamer. I didn't know what model it was. I was yeah. like, yeah, that's what it sounds like, you know. And then I saw like a poster of all the tube screamers ever made, and it's just like, you know, like all the all the versions. Oh my god, it's impossible. There's like, there's like over twenty of them. There right? and so many videos have been made about it. In fact, there was actually one of the last things that I was going to do with CME was a they had an original first edition tube screamer that came in. Oh, we were wow. going to do a thing with that, and then. I don't want to get. I don't want to get into it. We got kind of big timed by another pedal person, and it is kind of funny. I wonder how, like, even if you took one of those original ones, like, had you never heard one in person, but then your ears already tuned to the one that you've you know had forever. Mm -hmm. So is it like, is it going to sound better technically? You know, you know, I that's a that's so subjective. It's a weird, especially with pedals, because it's like guitars are different in that they yeah old ones, new ones sound different, sound better, whatever. That's sort of usually subjective in a lot of ways sure but the feel of an instrument the way yes. something plays is like, like a that. lot to it's do a, with the tone yeah well and 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 it's and it's more objective and i yeah. feel like with pedals you don't get there's nothing there's it doesn't like you don't like it a pedal doesn't like necessarily feel good like a right. guitar feels good exactly it, it just, just kind of like good. sounds di- it just sounds good it sounds how it sounds yeah 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 that's an interesting one man because i i know the tube screamer thing it's funny to me that they're even like still like beating this dead horse of like we got to keep making tube screamers well and that's i mean it's really true if it the thing is it is kind of a boomer thing but also like i mean the the circuit works like it wouldn't still it wouldn't persist if if people didn't like what it does to guitars and stuff so i um actually it's funny i paul um our buddy who was on here he had a he had the uh amp that had the tube screamer built yeah it actually sounded pretty fucking those are cool amps i gotta be because it has it's all tube and stuff Mm -hmm. it's like um, or it might just be a tube. I think it's a tube preamp. Preamp, yeah, in a solid state power mm-hmm. section. But anyways, I mean, we'd hit that little tube screamer button, and that thing was screaming, man. It's it quite did, literally. It, it lived up to its name. But I guess in my case, I'm like, okay, this is kind of what tube screamers sound like. I, 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 I would go nuts trying to go down to the intricacies of like, like this guy came out with the new one. It's the creamiest sounding one. All right, man. The like, Tamur, this Tamura mod. Yeah, uh, you, that you can go. I appreciate right it, now, but I, to me, it's like such marketing mumbo jumbo sometimes. You know? Yeah, it could be good. You never know. Yeah, it could you, but then you could get it and go with, plug it into your your setup, and it's like, oh, I like my shitty like ninety nine dollar one better yeah. or whatever. Yeah, absolutely, man. Which I don't think I even. Yeah, I don't. I've had I've had that one. I don't currently have just like a standard tube screamer. The only like Ibanez tube screamer I have is the new tube. Yeah, I think our friend Brad left one at our practice space. For like a long time, and it was just yeah. sitting there, like nobody used it. I remember one day big Trinastasio fan, bro. And we were like, dude, tube screamies. All right, well, fellow tube screamies, if you've made it this far, I think this is the time of the day where we say to you that, that those words that we say at the end, which is, you know, Dave, go make some music. Go make some. <laughs>